you are listening to the Grace Capital Church Podcast. Well, um, if you've been journaling with us, we are have been journaling in 1st and 2nd Timothy and then Titus. Today, we're going to understand that we're all a vessel. Can everybody just say vessel for a second? Vessel. And what is in us will be determined of whether or not God can use us. There's an opportunity for God to, to um, have us partner with him, and that's the good news. There's this idea that God, the creator of the universe, actually wants to work with us. And it is a partnership. God has his part and we have our part. But many times, the inside of our lives become a little bit of a muddy mess, and we can't hear the voice of God super well, and so then it puts us on the sidelines of the work that God wants to do through us. So today, we're going to be talking about the vessel and what are the contents of the vessel of your life, and um, I want to start by this. I'm going to say this a few times. I put it on a sticky note here so I can remind myself to say it a few times, but you might want to write this down. What you consume will eventually consume you. What you consume will eventually consume you. And today I'm not talking about food, although you could probably say that as well, but today I'm talking about content. What are we putting into our minds? What are we looking at? What are we thinking about? The great news is, though, that God so desperately wants to be close, and he so desperately wants to partner with us. Not only does he have a loving relationship that he wants to have with us, but he wants us to be active for him to do his work here on earth. We know the scripture that it says that we're not saved by our works, but we forget that we're actually saved for good works. So the idea is we understand we can come to Christ free uh, by his grace. We receive his salvation. But then when we receive his salvation, then he says, awesome, you're part of the family now. And guess what? We all have family responsibilities and we all have family duties and we all have family Um, opportunities to continue to add other people to the family and be used by God in a partnership way, not in a, you become my robot and you must do. It becomes like, oh my word, I get to do this in partnership. Have you ever been in a place where where somebody um, has asked you to be a part of something and you already know that something was really awesome and then they they like, they chose me, they picked me. I get to be a part of this. Okay, maybe I'm the only one who had that experience. Um, but may, just use your imagination if you have never been there. Think about that. Somebody of great importance has asked you to be a part of this team, this project, this what have you. And that's like God. He's like, hey, guess what? Billy, Bobby. I don't know why I use those names. I don't think there's any Billy or Bobbies in this church, but... Maybe Bobby. Any Bobbies here this morning? Any Billies here this morning? See, bad analogy. Okay. How many, how many Sams? Sam. There we go. We got a Sam, two Sams. 
I got to think of John. Here, let go. It's a really easy name. John. Any Johns in the house? There's a John. How about, um, well, there's a really, really great name. I love this name. Uh, any Marks in the house? Oh! All right. Oh, that was a rabbit trail. All right. We're a vessel. Okay, so if you have your Bibles, I can't believe I walked up here without my Bible. Um, Audra, can you hand me my Bible, please? Yeah, can you turn to 2 Timothy chapter 2? Thank you so much. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21. Well, actually, I'm going to read chapter 2 uh, for a little duration. It's really important. So last week I asked how many people have at least cracked open their Bible once outside of church. And... Um, and Thankfully, there were some who were courageous enough to put up their hand, but I know you were just being shy last week. You're just being shy. You didn't want to brag that you've been in your Bibles, but maybe try it again this week. How many people have been cracked open their Bible this week? Just once, just once. Okay, thank you. Uh, excellent. Um, and I just, I know the rest of you are really shy. You've been in the Word of God. You're just really shy to raise your hands. I get that. So next week, though, you're not going to be so shy. So you'll want to raise your hand next week. All right, 2 Timothy, we're going to get there. Here we go. All right, we're getting there. Do I know where Timothy is in the Bible? It's in the New Testament. I do know that. My wife's trying to coach me on the side there. She goes, no, it's Thessalonians, Timothy. Here we go. All right. Um, 2 Timothy 2. I'm going to start here um, on verse 14. It's, it's titled, The Worker Approved by God. Remember, this is a letter from Paul to Timothy. says this. Remind them of these things and charge them before God, not to quarrel about words, which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Why it's important for us to be in the word of God? Because he wants us to rightly handle his word. But avoiding irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Love that word. Among them are these names, Greek names, who have swerved from the truth. In other words, they've moved away from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already happened, basically talking about the second coming. They're upsetting the faith of some, but God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal. The Lord knows whose who are his. And so he says this, let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. What's iniquity? Sin. Depart. Any, if you call Jesus Lord, depart from sinful ways. Now in a great house, here we're going to be talking about vessels. And now in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for honorable use, some are for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses his, himself from what is dishonorable, he'll be a vessel for honorable use. 
set apart as holy, useful for the master in the house, ready for every good work. So flee from youthful passions and pursue righteousness. If you want to know what you should be going after, Paul's telling us, pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servants must not be quarrelsome. Church, no quarrelsomeness, if it's a word. All right. I lost my place here. Have nothing. Must quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach patiently, enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading them to the knowledge of the truth, that they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. I love this section in here because it it paints this amazing picture of one, us as being vessels and how we're to be functioning in this world, how we're to be acting and behaving. And then he says, we're behaving in this way for the what? The what is that so those who are captured by the evil one may know of this amazing person called Jesus Christ who wants to save them and put them to work. So I want to go back to vessels for a moment. I'm going to talk about some vessels. A vessel is really just a container. And he's saying, remember we said this saying already, what consumes you will eventually, what you consume will eventually consume you. The reality is we are containers and what we consume, what we watch, what we hear, what we read, what we engage in conversations will eventually fill us with content. And that content will determine our ability to then work for the Lord. The Bible says, um, uh, Paul's giving this analogy, some vessels are for noble purposes and some are for ignoble purposes. The idea of you thinking about back in the day, the early um, Jewish homes or the early um, Greek homes would have clay and gold or silver vessels. Again, containers, some would be used. So think about in the kitchen, you'd probably have a wood vessel that talks about that you put all your scraps from the kitchen and right, and then you take it out to the animals and you slop it over there. Ignoble purposes. There might be a gold vessel is, is used for a special occasion where you would serve your guests wine in that gold vessel or whatever, or a vessel that would have perfume in it, noble purposes. Or maybe it's, you know, maybe back then they didn't have modern plumbing. So guess what? The idea of bed pans, probably not metal pans, but bed containers, right? At the, in the morning, it's not like running to the bathroom. It's like you have a container and then you dispose of it over the dung gate, right? So here's the reality. Your life is like two containers, 
And, and you have this choice. Well, actually, your life is one container, but you have choices in life. Sometimes you might just like, oh, it's quick and easy, and it will just feel so good, and I'll just consume this. And you just fill your life with the quick fix to make you feel good, refreshed. But the reality is maybe it's not so good for you. You just, you just fill yourself up with something quick and easy. Maybe get your mind off it. You've worked hard. You've, you deserve it. And then you just fill your life with things. Uh, what made me start thinking about this, and this is even before I journaled on this the next day. I actually journaled on this section was my family loves movies. And again, nothing wrong with movies. And we, we run our movies through the filter of plugged in, which is a focus on the family. It tells you what kind of content, if there's any bad words, and if there is, they'll tell you which ones and how many. And it's really good. If you've got kids in the house, it's really awesome. Or for yourself, I should say, what are you putting into your vessel? And so we watched this great movie, and, and I was going to bed uh, um, saying goodnight to my youngest, Elliot, and we were getting ready to pray. And I just I had this sense that it was great to enjoy a family movie, but I was also thinking, man, it would have been great to do something that would have added value to the kingdom of God. Now, again, I'm not downing movies, and I'm not downing free time, and I'm not downing leisure, and I'm not downing, you know, to be refreshed. But at some point in time, what you consume will eventually consume you. So much so that, you know, you just like, well, I just got to keep getting my quick fixes of social media. I got to get my quick fixes of, of the latest show. I've got to get my quick fixes of the, oh, the gossip at work. Oh, have you heard? Oh. You, you would not believe it. Social media, post, post. Oh, that present of ours. <laughs> you go, 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 go. And all of a sudden, the controversies and the stirring, and your life becomes this clouded mess of things. Or you allow peace and faithfulness to reign, and you're just like, Lord, let me just be in your word this morning. Let me say the things that are pure, holy, Noble, let me just think on these things. God, my mind wants to wander and some, maybe it's not some great things. Lord, I just, Holy Spirit, come fill me more with your spirit today. God, oh man, I just, before I get too preoccupied and all the other stuff and the social media and the stuff, 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 and ooh, spilled, ooh. Lord, let your word soak into me. Let your word. Your spirit, Lord, just come fill my heart, my mind. You see, what you consume will eventually consume you. And the Lord wants us to come to a place where we can hear his voice. But if we are filled with controversies and cloudiness of, of our spirit and of our soul, our container is just kind of murky. We can't quite hear God really well because we've just consumed so much content and I would say maybe not even bad content. 
But comparatively, how much have we been in a place where we're clean and we're holy and we're, we're at a place where the Lord has a clean, clean vessel to work with and all of a sudden the clarity of the Lord speaking to us. We hear your voice, God. Oh, you're saying serve this person. Oh, be aware of your, the needs of your neighbor. Oh, be kind to your sibling. And we begin to hear God's voice. You see, what you consume will eventually consume you. And I I personally want the Holy Spirit. I want God's fire to consume me. I want his presence to consume me. And I don't want to be tarnished and tainted by the consumption of all the things the world has to offer, which they're not all bad. But comparatively, What am I putting into my mind? What am I putting into this vessel? Because how, what we put in will eventually come out. And God is saying, I want you to be used for noble purposes. I want you to be used for holy purposes. I want to set you apart so I can work in your life and use you to bring more people into my kingdom and to disciple more people and help them to know about my love and my peace. Many times we we get a little bit of this, and then we get a little bit of this, and we get a little bit of this, and then we just find we got one foot in the world, one foot following Jesus, and we're we're kind of, we're still in this murky place. I believe that God is just saying, church, well, at least he's saying to me, and I'm preaching to me today, so if you get something from this... (laughs) We're in good company. But I I just want to be more consumed by God's presence so I can be more effective for him. I think this is why in Philippians it says, it tells us what we should be thinking on. And and I I want you to, to say, you know, how am I doing with regards to being used by God? I have to say then, what's your thought life like? Philippians 4 verse 8 says, Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is is admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, think on these things. So quickly, you can do an inventory right now and think about what it is that you are adding to your vessel of your life. It's really easy. Think about to this past week. How many things did you bring into your being that is admirable, lovely, true, noble, pure, excellent, praiseworthy? Because the more that we add that to our life, the more prepared we are to hear God's voice and to partner with him to this great mission that he has called us on. See, Jesus is looking for partners and he wants us to be containers filled with the right stuff. How's your prayer life? How much worship are you listening to? What are your conversations like? What are your weekend activities? How's, how well are you doing in God's word? 
And by the way, this is not legalism where you say you must do, you must do, you must do. It has everything to do about relationship, that he wants to be in relationship with us. And he wants then to partner with us so we can, we get to, not that we need to, that we get to serve our Lord Jesus Christ in the partnership that he has with us to see this hurting and dying world come to a place of knowing Jesus. He wants us to be a part of something great. Maybe this verse will help us. In the book of Philippians, again, this is Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. Philippians chapter 3, verse 8. I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ. Comparatively. I count all of my daily activity, I count all of my whatever, whatever, whatever you deem important, you count that as loss compared to the surpassing knowledge and understanding of Christ who deeply loves us, but who also wants us to partner with him in his great work. Maybe you filled your life so much so, and your life feels so murky, and you feel so stuck. Maybe, just maybe, I don't know if I'm going to create an explosion here. I don't, I, I've never thought of this, but some reason soda and Drano does not really feel like it should mix well. But whew, here we go. So just maybe, just maybe, we need to ask the Lord to do a little Drano work in our lives. That maybe we've got some gunk, maybe we've got some old clumps of sticky, gooey stuff that just needs our vessels a little chunky. Maybe that's a bad choice of words. But you know what I mean, a little clogged that the spirit cannot really flow through us. We kind of got these spurts of like dabblings of a sprinkle of God's presence. We, we go with that, but like the spirit of God can flow through us. Maybe we just need to add a little Drano. You okay in the front row here? I don't really know. I've never tried this before. Do you think we're okay? Oh, see, it's nothing. Nothing's happening. So we're good. So the reality is, though, but maybe, just maybe, I know it's anticlimactic. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I just want to prepare you. But maybe I would encourage you, it's changing colors. Oh, this is even working better than I thought. I love this analogy. So what happens is when we start getting unclogged from the things of the world that we just have polluted ourselves with, and again, they're not really bad, but it's just we've consumed it because what we consume, eventually it will consume us. 
And maybe just a little Drano needs to come in there and clean us out. And I would say prayer and fasting does a great job with that. What do you need to fast? What do you need to cut out of your life for a season? Just to kind of write some things, some, maybe some areas have just gotten a little out of control. That maybe things have become more vices in your life than you'd like them to be. Maybe trying to see how many likes that you've gotten or how many thumbs up or how many of just that maybe just a little you care too much about what other people think and you're not caring as much as what Jesus thinks. Maybe. Or maybe you're so quick to just consume yourself with media and and get yourself preoccupied on things when really he wants us to be lost in him, not lost in this world of meaninglessness. Uh, let me go back to 2 Timothy on this. He's encouraging Timothy, Paul, in his reading, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable... If he cleanses himself from anything that makes him dishonorable, he'll be a vessel for honor. In other words, you've emptied yourself of your own selfishness. You've emptied yourself of your own quick fixes, your own self-medication whatever is your thing and you're spending more time God I just want to be a clean vessel ready to be used by you Holy Spirit cleanse us anything in us that is dishonorable Lord Jesus to you and your kingdom Lord I just pray that you just Give me a good dose of your Holy Spirit Drano. <laughs> Clean me out. Clean me out. So, so we could be used by you. Wow, that's a great illustration. Look how this is getting cleaner with a little Drano. By the way, do not drink Drano. I just want to be clear. Summit, you know I have to use disclaimers. I think it's common sense, but don't do it. Did you get my analogy though? The Spirit of God wants to use us. He's got a great plan for us. And it's not just for salvation. That's the start. Four good works. We're not saved by our works, but he saved us for good works. To do great things for him. But to do great things for him, we have to hear the voice of God. Otherwise, it's on our own strength. We have to listen to what the Spirit of God is saying to us. And that only comes by learning his voice. 
which is why spending time in his word is so important. I've said this many times before. You want to know what God sounds like? Read your Bible. (laughs) He never contradicts himself. It's his word. Spending time in quietness, learning to Sabbath, learning to hear in the quietness and the stillness, his voice speaking to you. I love you, but I got a plan for you. What you consume will eventually consume you. That's a really easy one to understand next week. When you, when you start doing your daily activities, you're going to say, you're going to be on whatever device, you're going to be watching whatever, you're going to be having a conversation, and you're going to say, whatever I'm consuming for content, for conversation, will eventually consume you. So you have to say, if I want to be used by God, let His Word be placed inside of me. Let me consume his word. Let me consume his presence. Let me be in his presence. So, Father, we pray that we would choose to be a vessel honorable for you. A container that contains your presence, that contains your word, that contains your grace, that contains kindness, that contains your presence that produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Father, if some of us need a little Holy Spirit Drano, let us maybe choose this week to just give something up, to fast, just to kind of clean the vessel out, that we can begin to hear your voice again. love you, Lord. We want to be used by you, useful for you and your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So, thank you. Yes, you can give a clap to the Lord. Thank you. So, I was thinking about this, and um, I was probably even thinking about it for my own family, but then I thought, well, if it's good enough for my family, it's good enough for my church family. So I have this, and, and I, it, I'm going to give this away. Oh, I should, I did this wrong. So you know there's something there I'm going to give away. So, but I want to ask this question. How many people would say that their consumption of movies, and maybe the content of those movies, might not be where you should be landing right now. All right, so you get to come up here. Lori, right here, your first hand. Come up. Come on up here, Lori. I want to give you a year subscription to PureFlex. You're very welcome. Knowing that, hey, you know what? Maybe, you know... I could spend the time that I'm using for watching movies to be in the world, but I also understand there's something nice about the entertainment of, of a good story. But I was going through and looking at some of that uh, pure flicks, and there's some great movies that are typically centered around Christ-centered type of things, or at least positive messages. And, and uh, I thought maybe, just maybe, that would be a good encouragement to uh, one or some of you. So you have the gift. Maybe there's others who would say, hey, 
I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna get a subscription of Pure Flix um, as well. So I just want to encourage you, and I want to encourage me. Now let's keep pressing in. So what we consume will consume us, but what we want to be consumed by is the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives so we're useful vessels ready to be put to work for him and his kingdom. I believe we're going to worship. Have a great day. Happy July 4th. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church podcast. If this ministry has impacted you and you would like to partner with Grace Capital Church to impact the communities around you, please join us at gccnh.com forward slash partners.